Do you have a cannabis business? Do you want it to grow? AvivaSpectrum.com is the only way to go. To automate accounting, track and trace, Aviva Spectrum's the only way. The compliance experts you're looking for, trusted advisors, and so much more. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Welcome. This is Sonia Luna from Aviva Spectrum calling you in from sunny Los Angeles, California. I wanted to talk about what's um, up and coming next week for a lot of people that are in the cannabis space, which is should they pay their landlord? Um, Eric Garcetti and and Gavin Newsom both agreed that, you know, even though cannabis businesses, the licensed ones, should be open because they're considered essential, um, some of them were already struggling with cash. And so some of the questions I've been getting is should they pay their landlord Okay, because um, April 1st is around the corner and every month after that that this corona outbreak um, is with us, some people just may not have accumulated enough profit and cash. So they're wondering if they should pay the landlord given another order that basically says that landlords cannot evict people out of their homes or their businesses, right? So it's a critical question to think about, and it's one definitely that we've um, started to address with other clients, and it's called a cash flow analysis. In other words, um, how much cash do you really need for the next 30 days, 60, 90, et cetera? And what would that deferment of, let's say in this case, not paying your rent for April and asking the landlord for some type of deal, um, what would that look like, right? So what we're trying to assess here is the question of, One, when and how to give your landlord a good heads up that you may not meet it because let's say you're paying for payroll or you're paying for extra supplies that you didn't think you were going to need. The best time to do it is as soon as you really know that you're not going to be meeting your current deadlines that are must-have deadlines. And usually for cannabis business owners, that's going to be the payroll portion of it. Um, That followed by that is going to be the inventory. Um, So things... In your world, once you know that business is not going to be uh, uh, going as smoothly as you thought or you're not collecting as much that you thought you were going to get from, let's say, your customers or even if you were paying vendors late and you still don't have enough cash, give your landlord the heads up as soon as you know that. Um, Don't wait till the last, when the due date is past the actual payment date because your rent most leases that i've read say sometime in the beginning of the month and then late assessments if the payment isn't shown by let's say the 10th or the 6th of after the month um, then it's considered late so don't wait till you get to the point where it's late uh two is i would say how do you determine if you should pause one month versus two months or three months of rent I personally do not think the coronavirus is going to end anytime soon. The stats, especially here in L.A. where we are, is that the numbers are doubling week after week. So um, with that trend, we're in for a long haul like other big, big cities like Milan in Italy, Italy, which was closed down for three months. So I'm not going to make a prediction if it's going to be beyond two months, but for a cannabis business owner, you're trying to figure out, hey, if I pay my landlord, which is probably the the income statements that I've seen on cannabis business owners, the rent is 
super high. It's right after the payroll expense sometimes, followed by the security. And, of course, inventory is always going to be there in the top payments but um, or your raw materials if you're a manufacturer. But the question is, how much runway do I want to even ask from the landlord? And that's a great question to post to your CPA or if you have a CFO. Show me the cash analysis, okay, if I were to defer two months or three months versus just asking him for a one-month reprieve, right, uh, 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 um, that you'll make up. What you're really going to do is have more um, ways to negotiate with your landlord if it's one month that you don't want to pay versus, let's say, three months, okay? So these are things that I think your CFO should help you figure out that if one month is just a short-term, consider it almost like a short-term loan. You're going to pay, let's say, um, the next month's rent in full, but then a quarter of that month that you didn't pay on time, et cetera. And then you catch up after four months because you're paying 20% you know, every time from the prior month. That might be okay, but if you're asking for three months of not pay- payment, um, essentially what if they were to extend the lease on the back end for you, okay, which is three months just extending it to a different um, expiration date, all right? So your CFO would be able to determine, like, okay, these were three months of what would have been cash out that you got to keep to keep running your business to buy more raw materials or inventory to sell to consumers. Um, you might have a lot more leeway to renegotiate uh, that those three months don't really get paid. They just get tacked on at the very end of your lease. Um, the other one I would ask is, uh, meaning your accountant is, and your landlord, if maybe they can start determining if they can take your payments in a different time when you get your customers to pay you. So to give, a let's say, a cultivator an example, if my distributor has things on terms and they pay me, not on when they pick up the product, but let's say, you know, 10 days, net 10 days or what have you, you're going to ask for a timing difference to say, okay, landlord, I get paid from my customer typically on the 10th, or these are how our orders are paid, even if, if you get paid cash when they pick up the stuff. You and your distributor know that there are certain days that they come in to pick up. Okay, So if you find that you're getting cash from your distributor, they're paying for the goods on the 15th of, of the month, just to put an example, Asking your landlord to start switching it so that it's due on the 15th, right, instead of the 1st, and payment is considered late 10 days after that, okay? So now you have a better runway, a cash runway, knowing uh, when your customers are starting to pay, pay you if there's a certain trend. So that's something that your CPA or CFO should be able to look into for you. Um, the other thing that I want people to be aware of is your landlord has a lot of leeway after this is over, okay? They're called remedies. Remedies to what? Remedies are if you default on a promise, you you broke your promise to the landlord, okay? You said you're going to pay the rent on time, and on time payment is defined already in there. But if you breach it, okay, um, what are his or her remedies for the breach and for what cause, okay? So right now, some of these businesses that are out there, not cannabis in particular, but um, are considered non-essential, right? And they should be closed. So 
you know, does the individual, the business owner, just continue to work and go against what the local government said they can and cannot do in terms of being open? Of course not. You know, that then the landlord is pushing the tenant to do something illegal, right? But there are other remedies. So, for example, in some default clauses that the landlord has the right to, to do is these remedies of, let's say they gave you tenant improvements. They could, in fact put in their clauses that, by the way, because I gave you these tenant improvements, if you breach part of this contract, I get to reclaim some of those tenant improvements that I agreed to pay you, okay? That could be one of their remedies. So I, I put that out there because um, some landlords were good about tenant improvements. A lot were not, obviously. The other is deposits, Okay. Maybe some of the remedies that the landlord has is that they have more access to your um, deposit, and therefore you have not only a month of payment that you, let's say you delayed it, but you also have to re replenish your deposit, okay? Or a uh, remedy could be you forfeit your, that deposit, okay? Meaning regardless as to what happens, that could be a potential remedy. Um, I'm just bringing up some uh, extreme cases, but what I'm asking everybody to do is that if you're going to make that decision and not make that first <laughs> April payment, go to the contract and ask what the remedies are. And you can always get to an attorney, um, real estate attorney, that can tell you more or less what the remedies are. Now the real question is, well, Given this economic crisis that's about to collapse, that everybody's seen the Dow Jones and the S&P 500, you know, are landlords just going to start kicking people out? I think we're going to get to a point where it's going to be, instead of a landlord's market, I think it's going to be a lease-e market, meaning potential business owners that want to lease space in the very near future, meaning end of this year, beginning of next year, they're going to have more negotiating power. So, even though there could be some severe remedies, the landlord knows that we're in a really bad economic crisis. That's why there's a $2 trillion economic package that got signed today, okay? So, you know, they it would be in their best interest knowing that right now we're going through an economic crisis for them to negotiate with you nicely, right? But just know... Um, you know, when push comes to shove, you don't know where that landlord's coming from. You don't know how much he, he or she has leveraged the property or the land, and, and you don't know what else he's, what other bills he, he or she has to pay too. So it's all obviously a two-way street. So I'm going to end this episode about what you should look for in determining whether or not you want to make that April 1st payment to your landlord. Uh, we here at Aviva Spectrum offer a cash flow analysis. It's a, it's a discussion, and during our discussions, we share a little bit of insight of what you can consider during this economic crisis and this coronavirus outbreak, what your remedies can be, not only from a cash flow from your landlord, but what would it look like for the CDTFA, because they have actually postponed the due dates on all of the cannabis taxes to be collected. One of the key reasons is that some of their offices that would need to be collecting cashes aren't even open, okay? So um, give us a call if you'd like to have that cash flow analysis uh, discussion with us. It's actually with me personally. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at avivaspectrum.com. That is info at avivaspectrum.com. Uh, be safe out there, and we look forward uh, to having you on our next episode.